Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. I thank God for another opportunity to be here, and I'm grateful for as many of you that are listening to this podcast right now. For the past weeks, we've been talking about the fruits of the Spirit, and we have been blessed to have almost finished talking about the nine fruits of the Spirit. We are at the very last one, which is supposedly also the very first fruits of the Spirit that our God in heaven expects every child of God to have. Our God in heaven expects every single one of his children to possess this fruit and this fruit is love as god's child it's almost impossible for you to say that you are a child of god without having love inside of you it is almost impossible jesus died because he loved the book of first john 4:19 stated that we love god because he first loved us and that's the truth we are just human beings most of us gradually understand understand god's love because of the promises that he has given to us. I have been studying, I, you know, well, ever since I have been, I have given my life to Christ, I've had this opportunity to always listen to people talk about love. And every time they talk about love, they tell you about the different types of, you know, they tell you about the different types of love. There's, um, Storge, I think that's what I'll call it. I don't know how it's properly pronounced, but just pardon me if I got it wrong. So there's Storge, Philios, Eros, Epithumia, and the final one is Agape. Storge is the kind of love that, you know, you find amongst families. It's, it's not love that you pick. It's not by choice. They're your family members, you grew up with them, and it's that that bond is that bond is there. Then you have filios, that's friendship, the kind of love that friends share. The Bible says that there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That kind of friendship, that kind of bond, that's the kind of love that filios is about. Eros, just like erots, er, erotica or erotic, is romantic love. A love that husbands, wives, girlfriend, boyfriend share, whom you're courting or dating, you know, that's what um, eros is. Epithumia is your desire, you know, that's your that's what causes the 
legitimate physical desires you know wanting to touch someone you love wanting to you know that's just i don't want to go into um, serious details but that's just basically what epithumia is about but if if you have to think about it negatively it's what we call lost but it's the affection that causes you to want to touch which god permits within the confines of marriage but when we talk about the fruit of the spirit the kind of love that we're talking about here is the god kind of love which is agape agape is unconditional it's unnatural it's just it just comes because there's something that has happened inside of you now without without god it's almost impossible to experience the agape love and then to be able to give the agape kind of love john 3:16 that's the most common verse that we can i can actually use to explain this for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life that's how much god loves you that's how much god loves you now i also want us to understand that because of god's love for us he saw the sins of the world and in the in the beginning in the days of moses and on up until the birth of jesus you had to pay for your sins you had to work you know you had to there were things that you had to do so that your sins could be cleansed but god looked at this and created a solution but you see the bible also said that before the foundations of the earth jesus jesus died so that means god knew when he created the world that definitely man was going to fall man was going to sin against him and so he provided a solution i want to thank god for jesus who came to earth and did as was planned by god he didn't come to earth and followed his desires to be a man jesus came to earth and obeyed and obeyed his father he stuck to the will of god and he did accordingly jesus is love if you're looking for a definition of love the definition of love can be found in jesus jesus knew that he came to the world to save people and he related with the people that needed saving so my advice to you my brothers and sisters in the lord the saints of our god in heaven do not be i don't want to say do not be a hypocrite when it comes to loving people you don't pick and choose whom you want to love 
Yes, the Bible says that bad company corrupts good manners. But loving people means you genuinely want to see them prosper. You genuinely care about the good of others. When John the Baptist baptized Jesus, the heavens opened, a dove came down and sat upon the head of Jesus. And the words from heaven, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The Lord calls us our beloved, his beloved, excuse me. The Lord calls us his beloved. So we need to understand that God looks at us from heaven. And he wants us, his children, who have found him, who have, who have discovered him, who have discovered his love, to give that love to others. Because, like I say always, we are a representation and a representative of Jesus Christ here on earth. How will people know God's love when they don't even see you, his children, love? Don't pick and choose whom you are going to love. Genuinely care about people that you share the love of Jesus with them. This is what the gospel is about. You have found Jesus. He's been good to you. You, you know that, oh, I, I, it's, I'm grateful to God that he picked me. Now he wants you to pick others. Tell others about his love the reason for the podcast that I do. Because I want everyone to understand that the love of Jesus is available to you all. It doesn't matter where you are. It really doesn't matter what, how deep you have gotten into sin. The love of Jesus is available to you. The hand of my father is not too short to pull you out of whatever iniquity or whatever ditch of sin, pit of sin, that you may have fallen into. It's amazing how my father made me talk about this last. In these times, there's nothing that can save you like the love of Jesus. When you are walking with the Holy Spirit, he teaches you to love. Now forgiveness no longer becomes a problem. It's easy for you to forgive. You don't hold a grudge. You don't have arguments and then say, okay, you know what? Because this person's opinion and mine are not the same, so I'm just going to keep to myself. You don't always have to agree. At the end of the day, the Bible says that we should pursue peace with all men. And holiness without which no man can see God. So the first thing is having peace amongst men. Without peace, then holiness is not important. It means it's impossible to achieve holiness. You prophesy, you speak in, th- in tongues, but without love, you were nothing but a sounding symbol. 
it is the Holy Spirit that teaches us to love. It is the Holy Spirit that teaches us to love. Let the Spirit of the Father come inside of you, revealing to you deep truths about his word. Allow yourself learn from God. Let the Father teach you what it means to love. But you have to first of all surrender your heart to his love. Allow yourself feel God's love. Our God is beautiful. He is powerful. He is amazing. There is none like him. There is none like him. Open your hearts. Build a relationship with God. And as you're walking with him, he will teach you to become disciplined. The things you used to do, you'll do them no more. That's how you gradually become a new man, by developing self-control, developing discipline. Be able to tell yourself, because of the love of my father, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to be obedient to the Lord's commandments. He told me not to lie. I'm not going to lie. He told me not to kill. I'm not going to kill. He told me to stay away from other people's wives. I'm going to stay away from other people's wives. He told me to stay away from sin, from fornication, because I'm not married. I can wait until I'm married. He said, wait. So just be obedient to his love. It's out of love that God gave these commandments. You stay faithful to the relationship that you share with your father, understanding that there's a real enemy out there. There's a real enemy out there, someone who wants to pull you down, someone who wants to take you to hell with him. He knows his home. And he wants you to make his home your home. Satan is a liar. He's not going to succeed in your life. I pray that the overwhelming love of the Father will consume you. Whatever the chaos is right now, God's children are covered. What's even the reason for the rapture? Because the terrible chaos that will be coming upon earth those people who have chosen to walk outside of god's love they need to remain here and serve their father satan the father of all liars they chose him but god just has to take his people out of here so that those of you who want to choose to serve satan can enjoy his reign for the next three and a half years when the Antichrist is released into the world, even though he's here hovering the earth. We're just waiting for his announcement. I pray that we don't surrender ourselves to the wickedness of the enemy, but that we will humbly surrender ourselves to the love of Christ. And then this love of Christ will grow inside of us and we can translate into loving others.
I'm going to read something for um, for us from Colossians chapter 3. It's basically a summary of everything that I've been talking about for the past weeks. And it kind of sums it all up. It sums it all up. So I'm just going to read it. Then just explain a little bit. Then I can end this podcast. So it's Colossians chapter 3. And I'll be reading from verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, buried with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were you were called in one body and be thankful and be thankful be thankful to God for his grace upon your life for the fact that you're alive today our God is good he's a loving God he genuinely cares I tell God all the time I say Lord You are the only one who genuinely have my back. No one else. Now, you see, when you have love, when you experience God's love, it's almost impossible for you not to love people. That's why when I see people go astray, my heart is broken. I feel bad. Then I I can just imagine how it is with God. I'm just wondering how my Lord Jesus is looking down to earth and seeing people neglect his sacrifice on the cross. Because that sacrifice was done out of love. That's why he said he didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save his people. He came to show people God's love. He came to show people God's love. Children of God, surrender yourself to the love of the Father. Look at the promises in the Bible just for you. And our God is reliable. He's a faithful God. Now, if God is faithful and he's teaching you to be faithful, it means that as a spouse, you are going to be faithful. Because you know that you have to obey the command of God not to commit adultery. So, you will be a blessing to your spouse. And then if you are the faithful spouse and your spouse is unfaithful, you know that this is not a time for condemnation. The Lord says, yes, that's the only ground at which you can walk out of a relationship. But when the the love of the Father dwells in you, is there any sin 
that is too big for you to forgive. After all, with our Lord, he says there is no sin that is too big for him to forgive. He considers all sin equal. Yes, he says that the only sin he can't forgive is blasphemy on the Holy Spirit. When you lie against the Holy Spirit, you say something that the Holy Spirit said that he did not say. But every other sin he forgives. So the love of the Father is available to us to help us become better people. And show others what it means to love. The Lord will teach you to love other people as they come. I don't turn anybody away simply because you were something that is not, is not pleasing to the Father. If the Lord hasn't turned you away, the fact that you're alive means that he still has a plan for you. So I encourage you. If you have done something wrong, if you're living in sin presently, if you're doing things against your body, your body is a temple of the Lord, so you are doing something against the Lord. If you're living a life that is unpleasing to God, you refuse to forgive people, you're too angry at life, the mercy of the Father is available to you. So ask God to show you mercy, forgive you of all your wrongdoings and surrender yourself to him today. Let the loving arms of the Father be wrapped around you so you can experience his love. Remember, we're not always going to be alive. You know not the time, the day, or the hour when your soul will be requested of you but you're alive today even though you're living in sin because God loves you and he's always giving us time to make amends that's the patience of the father the same patience that he wants you to show to the world that though they hurt you you will still love like Jesus loves. How can a man say he loves God whom he does not see when he has not been able to love his brother whom he sees? Be encouraged, my brothers. Be encouraged, my sisters. God loves you. He's showering his blessings upon you. And his blessings are coming upon you because he loves you. So, open your heart. Open it. Open your heart. Release yourself. Surrender. Let loose. Put your hair down. Go on your knees. And let the love of the Father consume you. Let him show you what it feels like for him to love you. He's not loving you like a boyfriend would. But he's loving you the way only he can.
Jesus calls the church his bride. His bride. Allow yourself experience that love. Remember, how deep have you gone? How far have you gone? Jesus is asking you, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you open up to me, I will sup with you. I will eat with you. Zacchaeus wanted Jesus so bad that with the crowd around Jesus, he had to climb the top of a tree to see Jesus. And Jesus noticed him and said, Zacchaeus, come down. Today, I'm eating at your house. Today, I'm eating at your house. Today, the Lord wants to eat with you. Would you let him? Will you let him? Will you let God into your heart today? The love of the Father is upon us all. His hand is upon us all. Now glory be to the King of Kings. So I urge you today to allow yourself be loved by God. Surrender your heart completely to God and let His overwhelming love consume you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember that you can always go to my Facebook page, Anne.Oguama. Just search for Teachers Den or just write my name, Anne.Oguama. And you'll find me on Facebook, Anne.Oguama, on Instagram, and www.childofthekingteachersden. Dot org teachersden dot org the hand of the lord is upon us all you can leave me a message and i will do well to reply i will do well to reply as fast as possible when you can when you have the time Read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It tells you what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is enduring. Long-suffering. You know, the whole least of what love is. But remember, Jesus is love. Satan doesn't have any love inside of him. He hates you with every ounce of his creation of his being so whatever he tells you that sounds good is a lie from the pits of hell jesus is love jesus is truth jesus 
is the only way to salvation. And he's the only way to the Father in heaven. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's love of the Father speaking. All right. I'm just going to end this here. I pray that the blessings of the Father will be upon you. And I counsel, destroy the lies of the enemy. Speaking in your mind, I wash you by the power of the blood of Jesus. We are cleansed by the power of the blood of Jesus. My heart is new. I am refreshed. And the glory of the Father is upon me. The glory of the Father is upon you. You are blessed, favored, and loved in Jesus Christ. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Stay blessed, be encouraged, and remain in the presence of the Father. Bye-bye.